If you had a superpower, what would it be? The superpower we all have, the power of influence. If most people are influenced into doing things by other people, who are we following? Because the choices we make will influence other people. Let's start at the beginning in Genesis 3, 1 through 6. I want you to pay close attention to who's influencing whom and the choices being made. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. There are several things at play in this passage, but today we'll focus on one, choices. The choices made in the garden that day changed the course of life, a pattern we see repeated throughout the Bible. When given the choice between doing things God's way or their way, they chose their way. How many times have you and I had that choice? Sometimes you may have chosen God's way, sometimes our way. Choices are long-lasting and life-changing. We have to count the cost. We make thousands of choices every day. What to eat, what to wear, how we spend our money, how we spend our time, who we spend our time with, what to say, how to say it, if we're going to go to bed at a decent hour or stay up late binge watching a show, to work out or not to work out. That is the question. Life is a series of choices, good or bad. Our choices have consequences. Children and youth have been my heart for as long as I can remember. Babysitting as a preteen, working at summer camps as a college student, a career in child advocacy and volunteering and working with children and youth as an adult, can't stop, won't stop. I've been influenced by and have learned so much from the leaders I've served with over the years. When I started attending Grace about five years ago, I went right to my happy place, volunteering with children. One of my favorite games to play with preschoolers, Jesus says. And as with all games, you go over the rules first. 
I tell them, I'm going to call out an action and I want you to follow it. But only if I say Jesus says first. We'd have a blast as some followed as instructed and others not so much. What seems like just a fun game is actually helping the children learn to pay attention to instructions and listen carefully before responding. If only making life choices as adults was so easy. God gives us instructions, but do we listen carefully and follow them before we make a move? Do we choose God's way or our way? God has entrusted me with the awesome responsibility of leading Grace Kids. It's incredibly important to me that I follow his instructions so the children and those serving them can follow me as I follow Christ. But parents, you are your children's number one influencer. They might not always do what you say, but almost always will do what you do. In Exodus and Numbers, we see the Israelites after being enslaved in Egypt for hundreds of years, being led by Moses on a journey through the wilderness to the promised land. It should have taken two weeks, but ended up taking 40 years because they chose not to obey God's instructions. Moses and nearly an entire generation died before entering because they chose to do things their way. It was their children who made it into the promised land. How many times and for how long have you and I been wandering in the wilderness because of choices we've made? I get lost going to unfamiliar places all the time and I live by my GPS system. But even with my GPS, if I'm not listening carefully and following instructions, I'll miss a turn or an exit and get turned completely around. What's supposed to be a quick trip can take almost twice as long. Pro tip, missing an appointment or being late to a surprise party isn't cool. Build in extra travel time. The Holy Spirit is our GPS system, teaching and reminding us of God's instructions. When someone comes across your mind sort of like out of the blue, it's the Holy Spirit giving you a gentle nudge. You are your brother's keeper. Check in on them. Pray for them. My community of family and friends are my landmarks along the way giving me advice on my journey, encouraging and supporting me, helping reroute me if I've gone off course, helping guide me to my destination, the center of God's will. I have to give a shout out to my amazing mom for helping lay the foundation on which my relationship is built by choosing to make going to church a priority while we were growing up. 
It is so important to have a community of people to do life with and why community groups are so vital. I didn't know what I was missing until I joined one. It helps me stay connected, engaged, and grounded while learning and growing spiritually. It's just an awesome just experience to be able to take what we learn on here on Sundays and really have a group that we can dig deeper, ask questions just in a safe space. Especially during this time of COVID, just having that has been everything. I have grown so much closer to God and the Grace community during this time. If you aren't in a group, sign up today. Iron sharpens iron, and so must you and I sharpen one another. In the book of Ruth, we find after her husband died, Ruth choosing to follow her mother-in-law, even though that meant leaving all things familiar and all things comfortable for her. And she said, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. That choice set off a chain of events that led to remarriage, the birth of a child, and ultimately, Ruth being the great-grandmother of King David and ancestor of Jesus Christ. Just a snapshot of what happens when God's will and our choices align. One of the hardest choices of my life so far was leaving an established career to work at Grace as children's pastor. After college, there was the big question, what's next? Well, I was trying to figure things out on my own and the Lord was working behind the scenes and led me to the Children's Defense Fund. Its mission, to leave no child behind and ensure every child a healthy start, a head start, a fair start, a safe start, and a moral start in life, and successful passage to adulthood with the help of caring families and communities. It's there that I spend significant time working alongside its founder and president, Marion Wright Edelman, carrying out its mission and learning what it means to be a servant leader and to dedicate your life to serving others. She taught me so much. No one has a right to give up on any child. And one caring adult can make the world of difference in a child's life. Then another big choice. The organization is going through a transition is visionary leader is stepping down. Do I stay in my comfort zone and try to find another role there? Or do I trust God and accept a position 
a grace. So many what ifs. I cried and prayed and cried and prayed. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Have you been there? I was broken to pieces inside, to struggle, trying to figure out what to do. I was so, so scared. I had friends and family just praying for me and praying with me um, through this decision. And I chose God's way and have been beyond blessed. Sometimes God calls us to one place, but once that assignment's completed, he calls us to another place for this next assignment. All we have to do is pay attention, listen carefully, and follow his instructions. In Matthew 26, we see Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane praying to God that he would release him from his assignment of dying on the cross for our sins. But instead, choosing to submit to God's will so that we might have life. Did you catch that? When making the choice between saving himself or saving us, he chose us. Now, our assignment, if we choose to accept it, is to live our lives in a way that leads others to him. The world is watching to see what Jesus looks like and will choose to follow him based on our choices and how we live our lives. We have to let Jesus influence every aspect of our lives so that we can be influencers for him. The journey isn't going to be easy. There will be battles along the way. We have to stay vigilant and work daily to live according to God's word, his will, and his ways. We all have the power of influence. The key is choosing to use it for good. The difference between superheroes and villains, superheroes use their powers for good to save others. Villains use their powers for evil to destroy others. A battle of good versus evil ensues. You know the rest. Our mind is the battlefield. The battle is for our thoughts. Thoughts lead to choices. Choices lead to actions. We've all heard the stories of influential celebrities, athletes, politicians, business leaders, faith leaders, and on and on and on, who destroyed their lives because of choices they've made. But can we use our power of influence for good? The extraordinary happens. Case in point, who runs the world? It's Women's History Month. The acronym the Girl Scouts use for girl, go-getter, innovator, 
risk taker, leader, perfectly describes just some of the sheroes, female heroes, who've influenced our story. Phenomenal women like poet Maya Angelou, Justice Sonia Sotomayor, education innovator Dr. Maria Montessori, civil rights activist Rosa Parks, Sally Ride, the first American woman in space and youngest American to orbit the earth. Wilma Mankiller, who worked to revitalize Native communities. Judith Human, disability activist. Women's liberation leader, Gloria Steinem. Media executive and philanthropist, Oprah Winfrey. Movement builder, Dolores Huerta. Eleanor Roosevelt, who led the charge for human rights. Claire Barton, founder and first president of the American Red Cross, abolitionist and women's rights activist, Sojourner Truth. And last but not least, missionary Mother Teresa, who dedicated her life to loving and caring for those that others wouldn't even consider. In order to use our power of influence for good, like these sheroes, we have to set an example in our speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. We'll focus on love because out of it, everything else flows. And the question to ask, are we showing love like Jesus loved? We can learn so much from our children. I volunteer with the Playtime Project, which provides transformative play experiences for children experiencing homelessness. I was blown away recently by one of our sixth graders who shared how concerned she was about people living on the streets and how she wanted to start a campaign to help provide clothing and, and blankets for them. She was able to look beyond herself and see and respond to the needs of others. And so must we. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine so that others may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let's pray and ask for help to do just that. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your Son so that we might have life in you. Jesus, thank you for choosing us and for completing your assignment. Please help us to allow you to influence every aspect of our lives so that our choices are a reflection of you. Help us to be influencers for you, no matter where we are on our journey. Please help us to find an example or be an example others can follow as we follow you.
in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen.